Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about PlayStation's VR news. PlayStation's from last VR! Week. Yeah, it's uh, kind of anticlimactic, so we'll warn you about that. But yeah, yeah, it is it is something. I mean, I feel like I feel like we should build everyone up. I feel like we should be like, this no. is the most epic news. No, ever. That would, that'd be a failure on our part. It's gonna blow you away, which is honestly uh, how I thought that. Like, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I am here's very the thing. baffled. I will, I will never be not hyped by VR. Now here, but. I've played the Oculus mm-hmm. Quest. Oh, so is that the wireless one? Yes. Mm. And I don't, like, I was looking at, you know, what they announced. We can talk about this later, too, but I looked at what they announced. It's still going to, it's gonna only going to be one wire, but it's going to be require a wire sure. to get plugged into the PlayStation. And I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> like, I think for me, it comes down mm. to, like, what are the specs? Because, like, uh, of the VR things... We'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But of the VR things that exist out there, there is like there are things that have like the single wire. But dude, they are like ridiculously powerful. And so like I, it comes down to what are the specs for this? And it's like, is it competing with those, or is it just like uh, PlayStation VR one more competing on the lower end of the scale with uh, you know entry level kind of a, a VR experience? And in which case, it's like yeah, the wire is going to be a big problem because like for a relatively you know I say reasonable, but we're still talking like in the hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Uh, but like a reasonable price, you get the Quest, like you said, with like no wire. And it's like, I don't know, this is, it just seems like it better be, um, competing at at a higher level than the original PlayStation VR was at the time. Yeah. I mean, and, and like if, if it's, if I'm going to like get this over something like the quest, it needs Mm -hmm. to be up to par with or better than the quest yeah like yeah. Not, not even not even up to par like it's got to be better oh, yeah. because it's wired well it's got to yeah like i said it's got to compete with what's the thing above the quest there's the thing that came out with uh, um, oculus rift y- yeah it's the yeah it's the rift right? something or i think it's the rift something or other i'll look for it. i'll look it up well whenever okay. the main segment comes around i'll have it chris okay all right. Uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, so this week, uh, I feel like it's like flown by. Agreed. Um, like, it, it just seems like everything went ridiculously fast. And so like, you know, anyway, so not like a ridiculous amount new. I do have, uh, you know, my pick of the week to talk about in a, in a minute. But um, I've been playing a lot more more Apex, that sort of thing. And uh I wanted to ask you, have you played the limited time event on Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Warzone or whatever it is, the the zombies mode? I've not played the actual zombies mode, um, uh, and I think it, it ended today or something like that, or the free yeah. version, free access ended today or something, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I was, um, uh, I, I, it intrigued me, I didn't actually play it either, but I was curious like if you had had time to check it out, so. No, and... <sighs> Mainly because I just I'm just like addicted to Warzone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get in and you're like, I need to drop again. Must yeah, drop just, again. You gotta drop. I mean, if there's anybody, if there's any of our friends online at all, any of our mm. crew that I'm, mm. uh, you know, usually running with, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm in for a night of Warzone. Right. Right. Um, right. The uh, 
the, this is what's going on with the map, and then I'll briefly like give everyone what I hope is going on with it. So okay. the, there's uh, a ship that shipwrecked on the mainland, and there's a bunch of zombies in there. And what I hope happens, like, so whenever you look at the map, the location is, like, crossed off with blood. Okay, so there's that. Then there are these um, missile silos that have opened up all across the map. And inside the missile silos is a computer with a zombie sign on it, and it has a percentage. And right now it says 5%. Hmm. What I am hoping is happening, well, either A, 5% is, is related to, like, just the missiles, and at some point they'll launch, and then, you know, like, something will happen. Also, what would be cool, uh, and I think cooler, is if the 5% is in reference to how much of the map is infested by zombies. Ooh. And gradually, over the course of the season, uh, the zombies start taking over more and more of the map. Interesting. And I mean, that completely like, changes the game a little bit. Yes. And it would also be like they could also then launch the missiles and then dramatically change the map. So I guess like the thing that we were, you know, they introduced the, the new uh, map in whenever Black Ops came out and it was basically just Alcatraz, right? And then they didn't change very much of the main map. And I think that's kind of like where they lost me, like where it's like there, they, there wasn't much development on the main uh, game front. You know, it was like, oh, we introduced this new mode with a new map, but it wasn't like anything drastically different. So if they change that map drastically, I feel like I might get back into Warzone a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think about Fortnite, you know, and I played a lot of Fortnite. We both did. And um, for the first, I think, two, maybe three seasons, mm -hmm. um, that map was virtually unchanged like they yeah. added new areas but mechanics they that sort of thing. they didn't yeah. change areas that were already there sure and yeah. uh, all they were doing at the time was kind of filling in the map well I mean, they've done a lot of like uh minor like changes along the way and filled in the map and like made some you know like some areas like the like the stadium that were completely inaccessible before and were just like this big obstacle in the way like mm -hmm. well you can actually go in there now and it's this location and it makes sense and um i honestly can't think of a part of the map that doesn't have something in it now and so the only thing really that's left to do at this point is to change it sure and uh you know like i hope that they change it kind of like in a drastic way i mean yeah each each game at this point like we know where we're dropping most of the time and we mm -hmm. know kind of like how to how to handle each area or situation to the point where like we win we get first place like almost every night at least once sure um still what still waiting on that three win night but um yeah you know two wins is not even like if i'm playing on a weekend night it's like it's not, not rare atypical. anymore no nice so and i'm not saying that i don't that i all of a sudden want to suck at this game but right. uh, I would like something new to happen. You want it to be fresh, and that's like I said, like it, I think it lost me right around then because I was like, I was like, ah, oh, what's going over on on uh, Apex Legends? And I was like, oh my gosh, so much is going on at Apex Legends because I hadn't played in a year, and it was like, oh my gosh, they have like two new maps, they have a bunch of new mechanics, a bunch of new like heroes and weapons and stuff. And so anyway, it's just that it's that re refresh thing. So if they hit the refresh thing, it's like they'll bring people back in like me, you know, and uh, and. I'll be back on board. <laughs> yeah, totally. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, these are all. This is all speculation. Um, these are just dreams of mine, and I'll keep you updated. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, is there so? Are, 
is there ranked play in Warzone right now at all? N- like no, or anything like no, that? No. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, I mean there's there's the only other mode is plunder. Mm-hmm. Um, just like and they, uh, it's also funny because like for a while they were kind of like introducing these new yeah new modes new modes. But they started what they started doing is like they I think this is kind of a, just a different take on it where there's a part of the map that if you want to you know, go deal with the zombies, you can go down there. If mm. not, you just don't even go down there. That you know? actually seems kind of like uh, Blackout was, um, which is, you know, Treyarch developed that back, you know, two years ago or whatever. Before The year before Warzone came out, the the other Activision Battle Royale um, that wasn't free to play. And uh, But, like, there was an area of that map that had zombies, and they really didn't leave that area at all, um, which is fascinating that, like, that's a similar thing, like, to what's happening with uh, with with Warzone now, so that's fascinating. That it's Black Ops, and they have like these kind of blackout style uh, things within the map. That's that's kind of cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Well, awesome, dude. Um, but later we're gonna talk VR. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> All right, John, what is your pick of the week? Chris, let me hit you with the revolution that is Blaseball. What is Blaseball? That's <laughs> B-L-A-S-E ball. It's ba- baseball with an L. Um, so this is something that started back in uh, 2020, so in the summer of 2020. And, uh, and basically a, a developer like really – a game developer missed baseball. They missed watching baseball and they missed watching sports and that sort of thing. And so they were trying to come up with like, okay, what's a really like kind of goofy thing that I can like design a fake sports uh, browser based uh, game around that's completely free to play, but like watching uh, like a sports feed and kind of has that same vibe of like watching uh, a play by play of a baseball game. But something that they can also design a meta game around where, like, you basically watch these matches happen and you, like, can affect the gameplay, that sort of thing within there. And so they came up with, like, baseball. But you, as someone who is uh, watching these games and, uh, and, and putting uh, fake money down as bets on these games to, like, you know, who's going to win and stuff like that. But, uh, but, but the people who are, who are watching are able to change things um, between games between seasons that sort of thing um the games happen every hour on the hour and they last probably 30 minutes um and so what happens is like so i'll, I'll pull it up right now it's a browser-based game it's blaseball.com um <laughs> And uh, you can sign up for it. Like you pick your pick your favorite team, which doesn't necessarily matter right now. I'm a uh, uh, very dedicated fan of the Kansas City uh, Mints. So it's the it's the Breath Mints uh, is the name of the team. And so what you can do is you can like watch the games happening live. And uh, okay, it looks like all the games are over now because they were almost to the uh, the next hour. Um, but what happens is like every every second a play happens, so it'll be like oh such and such is up to bat. So like uh, Jessica telephones up to bat, and uh, you know this pitcher's pitching, and she like hits a foul ball. Here's a strike. You know, she grounds out to this person, and uh, it's basically just a bunch of baseball games, fake baseball games going on with algorithms and stats, and everybody has these different things going on all at the same time, and then. 
then at the end of every season, which lasts the week, so it lasts Monday through through Friday, on Friday, the season ends, and then everybody can vote on uh, on like trades that you can make. You can also do ridiculous things where it's like, okay, well, I, you know, we did terrible this season, so we're going to use all of our votes to upgrade like a one single player by 30%. You can do ridiculous things like uh, try to like have... Uh, these status effects so it's like you can be a fire breather or whatever and so like weird stuff starts happening right um the thing that happens today so this is the this is the new the new season thing that happens today within the entire thing was there was a flood um for the entire entire like all the games stopped for about an hour and there was a flood and uh and they added four more teams to uh to the entire like to the roster or whatever and so like you can now now be a fan of one of these other four new teams they're la- at the end of last season they fought a giant peanut god and uh and they won but they had to <laughs> sacrifice one whole team from the entire thing and they all of those players like ended up in uh in the shadow realm and uh so anyway it's it, it's it's a wild time chris it, it becomes it's becoming very very uh strange very very quickly like certain characters will uh get put into giant peanuts and then if you encounter the weather uh of birds like so there's there's a weather uh weather system of like oh there's a black hole and if you score 10 points it'll eat one of your wins and uh and if here's us it's sun too so it's a bright sun and it's like oh the sun will take those 10 runs and it'll give you a win uh, and so, like, there's just lots of weird stuff like that that's happening. But one of the weather effects is birds. And what they, they'll do is they'll crack open if you've had a player that's been encased in a giant peanut, like with the peanut god last season, they'll, they would crack it open and, like, you would now be able to play with that player. But they would have, like, they'd be changed, like a pod person of some sort. Like, they would have some sort of a weird uh, status uh, change of, like, or maybe they're now allergic to peanuts and uh, they could be have stats uh, re- reduced if they have an allergic reaction to peanuts or something. So, anyway, it's it's a wild game. It's, uh, I've just been playing it this week because it just came back on Monday. And, you know, it's just, it's something I have on in the background where I'll, like, check it every, uh, every couple hours or so. Be like, oh, yeah, cool. I won some, uh, won some games, got some credits, and, uh, you know, you just see what's going on with the, uh, check in with the world of baseball. That's wild. I'm looking at it right now. I'm just like, I don't even understand what's <laughs> happening. It this took is so me about, weird. It took me about 48 hours to figure out how to do everything. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but Kansas City man. breath mints all the way, man. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll have to check this out. I kind of like the, uh, hang on, it's called the, the the L.A. Tacos. Oh, dude, yeah, the L.A. Unlimited, Unlimited Tacos. tacos. Yeah, so the story like with that, that can I give you the story with the story behind yeah. them? So they used to be some other name, right? Yeah. And uh, But somebody literally like a couple weeks into this being a thing back in the summer, somebody like hacked in like and gave themselves peanuts or whatever. And so like the developers like, oh, wait, they didn't change anything like malicious, but they like introduced this system of peanuts, which is where the peanut God idea came from. And so they kind of rolled with it. Um, but LA at one point got, uh, got attacked. And so it now exists in a ever repeating, uh, like series, like uh, there's an unlimited number of LA's in like the multiverse or whatever that you can see from <laughs> LA. And so that they, the team name changed from whatever it was to now they're the unlimited tacos. How do you know all this? I don't even see like, where's the story <laughs> in all this? 
like there's it's it's wild ever since like i discovered this thing i've been like well what is going on here there's a giant uh wiki page like a, a fan wiki page of like all of the events that you could like that have happened in this thing there's a really good write-up uh let me uh let me pull that up real quick uh, it, uh i'll plug it i was basically like everything about the history of how did this game happen um and it is over on inputmag.com uh, let me find out who who wrote it here. It's written by. Wait, do they not have the name of the author at the top? No, um, Amanda Siberlin, and it's called "Drop Everything You're Doing and Play Some Blaseball." And she goes through like the entire like history of this thing, interviews like the developers and stuff like that. Um, there are certain things that have happened in the game that de the developer has uh, like been like. People think that we planned this, you know, this way, but it's we really didn't. Like the thing that we have to do is figure out how narratively do we basically account for all of the options. Like a you know, sometimes the the players like will vote for things and we'll be like, "Ooh, we don't know how to do this." Um, for example, the umpires started incinerating people during certain games, and so <laughs> during the middle of the season, that was something the developer was like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna introduce this mechanic," and so one of the incinerated the dead players, like so somebody who'd been wiped off right um there was a, a a group of people that really liked that that particular player and so at some point the developer was like okay if you uh favorite like if if, uh, if enough people have favorited a certain player because you can you can have an idol player so a player that you really love and uh and you get ba basically credits whenever they do well and uh but if it, the 14th most idled player will be transferred to this other team, right? Will be transferred to whatever team has the most idols on them. And so the people who really loved this character that's dead were like, what if we like get enough people to and like crunch the numbers exactly right so that at that exact moment, that player who's dead is number 14th. Does it bring them back to life? And the developer is like, uh, we've not accounted for bringing someone back to life, but sure, why not? <laughs> and so, like they, Gosh. so they brought him, like the player base, like brought back to life this this other player, which then affected a lot of other things like where it's like, it was this big domino effect of like that player infected this other player with like something that eventually killed them. And that player, like, so this, the infection spread, like, and it was like, Oh, this is the cost of bringing someone back to life is that you, <laughs> you inadvertently killed like 14 other players. Oh my gosh. So anyway, it's, it's a, it's a fascinating game and I'm excited to be along for the ride. <laughs> All right. Chris, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> Gosh. Uh, so my pick of the week is a new book out. And I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I haven't read it yet. Uh, it just came in the mail today. I think it Ooh. did. I think it released today. Well, Dude. It doesn't say anymore. Mail day see. is the best. I know. Let me just see if like today was the release date. I think so. Release date, March 2nd. Okay. So a couple days ago. Uh, anyway, it's a Stephen King book called Later. And it's published under the um, Hard Case crime series um and publisher it's kind of like, it's a paperback kind of like a pulp fiction kind of nice. novel um i i've read um one of his other ones and it was good and uh, this one uh seems good as well i'll read you the synopsis i guess um the son of a struggling single mother jamie 
just once an ordinary childhood. But Jamie is no ordinary child, born with an unnatural ability. His mom urges him to keep secret. Jamie can see what no one else can see and learn what no one else can learn. But the cost of using his ability is higher than Jamie can imagine, as he discovers when an NYPD detective draws him into the pursuit of a killer who has threatened to strike from beyond the grave. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. So anyway. Uh, it's very Stephen it, King. I like it. It's very Stephen King, but also st- very like, you know, Pulp Fiction kind of hard case crime kind of stuff. And so for sure, uh, I'm excited about it. I like merging genres together and uh, I always enjoy Stephen King. Dude, totally, totally. And that's the thing. I, I like Stephen King that like he doesn't do the same thing all the time, man, you know? No, totally. I mean, I I, uh, I respect that about authors. You know, like I love that. Like they just do. You know, they're like, hey, well, I'm doing this now. You know, and uh, we'll I'll come back later with the things that you also want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. I mean, of course, like you know, somebody like uh, George R. R. Martin. It's just like, no, just just oh. finish, just finish. Yeah, the book. I just want him to write something. Just like actually be he, an author. What if he like you know was like, I'm going to do a Pulp Fiction thing, guys. Just, <laughs> before this, before no, the, we would all know. revolt. We just like just finish the freaking books. It's <laughs> amazing. I swear, he's never going to like. We're, we're he's he's going to go to his grave, never finishing these books. So I the. The other thing, you know, I think about with like J.R.R. Tolkien, like it's like that there was so much in addition to like the main stories, you know, and it's like we're not even going to get cl- even close to some of that stuff with like, you know, George R. R. Martin or whatever, like this, the, you know, the, the uh, extra stories where it's like this is the, the backstory of this one thing or this obscure history of this other thing, you know, that sort of thing. Like we're never even going to get close to that stuff, like because <laughs> it's just he's not even finished the main thing. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so your pick of the week was Blazeball. That's right. And my pick of the week is Later by Stephen King. All right, John. We're going to talk about the PSVR announcement that actually happened before last week's show, but we completely blew over it. Like, I didn't realize that it happened. It's impossible to miss this thing. They, like, you know, they talked about it. Like, they showed it, right, Chris? Like, it's like it, oh, I don't yeah, know why we no. missed it. Well, nope, they didn't do any of those things, John. <laughs> they just talked about it on their blog, yeah. which I will read now because it's not that long and makes no sense why in the world they announced this thing. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, this blog's titled very um, well... I think it just grabs you, makes you just want to click on it. <laughs> Clickbaity almost. First, first details on the next generation VR system coming to the PS5 console. Oh, <sighs> that's nail I mean, biter, man! Like I, I know it's just like the most straightforward, <laughs> like no excitement non-intriguing, whatsoever. No, not even hype. It's just a period. There was a period in this title, John. Yeah, like. Anyway, like more I than four like years ago. Oh, go ahead. They could have like simplified, just used a portion of it and been like next generation VR. I've come to expect, you know, based on the PS5 announcements, like I mean, PlayStation 5 is great. PlayStation's great. They just have yeah. the worst communication yeah. about their products. Their marketing like, is so strange think about, right now. 
Xbox today just released that new uh, headset or whatever, and like I want to buy it. Why? Because they were super hype about it, and mm-hmm. they got me super excited about it. And I'm like, I have a headset already, and I don't even care. I want to mm-hmm. buy this other one. You're talking about the headphones, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, headset. I said headset, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I also thought you were making because then they did another thing of AR where they have like an AR. It's a Microsoft like AR headset or whatever that looks really. Oh yeah, no, I was wondering no, I if you were that, talking about the, that. I was like, I don't know. No, no, no. That's, the heads, the headphones, and it's just like, okay, I yeah. want to buy this because they were. But then you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation comes out with this boring piece of crap, and <laughs> I, I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't even know if you want me to buy this. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you do you want me to? Do know you that like this, this? I don't know if you like this. This is yeah. Um, so this is what it says. More than four years ago, we launched PlayStation VR to offer a transformative new way to play games on PS4, providing a much stronger sense of presence and deeper immersion to players compared with traditional games. In that time, we've seen tremendous experiences that have propelled virtual reality gaming forward, including highly acclaimed titles like Astrobot Rescue Mission, Tetris, Tetris Effect, Blood and Truth, Moss, Beat Saber, and Resident Evil Biohazard. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, excuse me. We've also enhanced the experience for some PSVR titles when played on PS4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Today, I'm pleased to share that our next-generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the, the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on the new headset. We're continuing to innovate with our new VR system so that our fans can continue to enjoy the unique experiences that are synonymous with PlayStation. We're taking what we've learned since launching the PSVR on PS4 to develop a next-gen uh, VR system that enhances everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. It will connect to the PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use while enabling a high-fidelity visual experience. One of the innovations we're excited about is our new VR controller, which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with a focus on great ergonomics. But Chris, That's... we must have seen a screenshot no. of this controller. You would be wildly mistaken. What? <laughs> That's just one of the examples of future-proof technology we're developing to match our vision for a whole new generation of VR games and experiences. Dude, still... I, so can I, can I, can I just <laughs> yeah, say... Yeah, you, you, like, you can interject. One of my, one of my like the biggest things about this article that I like, like it bugs me to think about is that technology is never future proof. Like that's like those two things are not even close to like the same. You're right. Possible. Like it's not possible for like technology always gets outdated. Um, you can like try like, we're like, Oh, I'm going to buy the latest version of an iPhone. So that way in three years it won't be as slow, but it's still outdated at that point. Like it's still not future proofed. (laughs) Uh, continuing, there's still a lot of development underway for our new, new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021. But we wanted to provide not a new release date. They said we wanted to provide this early update to our fans as the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. We also want to thank all of our PSVR players for your continued support with upcoming games like After the Fall, Sniper Elite, VR, and Humanity. There's so much more to come for PSVR, whether you're playing on PS4 or PS5. With both PlayStation VR and the next generation VR system we're building, our commitment to virtual reality as a medium for our games is stronger than ever. We look forward to sharing more details in the future. It's such a strange, strange thing. It's, it, it rem- 
Like it's even drier to me than whenever uh, Cerny um, announced and talked about the PlayStation Five to like in, in like a Wired article or whatever. Like where he, he was just like talking about it, and we didn't see any of it. We didn't really have. It. But he was like, "Oh, it's so fast! I promise, it's real fast." Um, like, I, like this I feel is like, like even drier than that. It's like a take a step back from the excitement of like someone talking about this thing that they created, and more about like, oh, let's. This is the next generation. We're going to future-proof VR. It's like, what? What are we doing yeah, right now? I, I feel like they either, like, they thought this was going to leak or something. Mm, you know, like, that's, that's an interesting thought. Like, there's, there's literally no other reason why, like, to announce this right now. Like, yeah. no one was asking. No one was even asking about it. Yeah, and then you, know, like, you have, like, you, <laughs> you have no pictures, no, like, concept drawings, really, like, other than, like, the idea of, like, okay, we're going to put DualSense technology in the controllers, which is going to be really cool. Like, let's just be honest. That, like, if it, like I think about some of those, uh, the even, it's the same company that did the, uh, the PlayStation, um, what is it called? The, the DualSense controller, like, did the Joy-Cons, like, did the, the rumble in the Joy-Cons, which is, like, you truly do go, oh, man, that feels like some, some you know, glasses of, uh, this is a glass that I'm holding that has ice cubes in it. It truly does feel like that. And so, like, I, I think, like, that could be a really cool thing in a VR uh, world. Like, if you if it feels like, hey, I'm actually picking up something and it's shaking the way that it would feel, it feels kind of the, the same way that it should feel um, perceptively. And so, like, I feel like that's going to be awesome but like we don't see that like there's no like cool video that we uh we get to check out about it or anything like there's no hype behind this almost at all it's just very dry very strange man yeah i mean and you know like all this does for me is you're like well i'm for sure not buying a psvr now because sure yeah i'll just wait for the next one in not 2021 whatever whatever that is I'm not sure that the, the regular PlayStation VR were jumping off of the shelves right totally. now. Totally, and I'm sure they can see those sales figures. But like you know, it, it's just like the it's like okay, whatever you know. Like well, potentially, Chris, if by announcing this, it might keep someone from buying a Quest right now because they're like, well, I've already got my PS5. Um, That's you know. possible. I could see that. I mean, maybe. Again, I don't even know if I'm interested in this beyond like I mean, I haven't bought the Quest. Sure. And if I was and if I was gonna buy a, a a VR system right now, it would be that. Yeah, yeah. And and even after this, unless the you know like you we we kind of opened up with, unless there's a marked improvement over the Quest in graphical fidelity or the games it can run or mm-hmm. something, then there's literally no reason for me to buy this system. So the Oculus beyond Quest, the price, probably. Let's see. Yeah, I was about to say like the price of the Oculus Quest. What is it? Uh, do you so have Because the there's like a. It's I, I think it's around the Quest Two. I think. Yeah, the Quest 2. Okay, so there's two options for the Quest 2. Because it's an all-in-one thing, there's the hard drive space. Um, there is a 64 gig for $299, and there's a 256 gigabytes for $399. So we got $300 and $400. Um, the, if you look at the Oculus Quest, or not a Quest, uh, Oculus Rift S, which is like the more, more recent one, um... That one comes in at two hundred and ninety nine US dollars, and you have to hook it up to your large PC or whatever. Um, it has it. And that's the one that has a cable. So that's the one that I would think that this would compete with in my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, five meter headset cable. So it's just one single cable. It's really light, that sort of thing. But it still has a cable, um, and it's it's more powerful as far as a uh, like graphical standpoint goes because it's not just processing within the unit itself. It's a PC. It's like it's a it's as powerful as your PC can be. Um, so that's intriguing. But uh, you know, so that's this is the Oculus. 
Rift S is the one that I would think that the PlayStation would compete with. And so it's got to be come in at that $299, you know, yeah. um, or lower. So totally. Or, I don't know. It's just, that's a, yeah, it's fascinating, man. We'll keep you up to date on all the uh, PlayStation VR news as it breaks or maybe the week after it breaks. <laughs> I mean, if they Here. keep, you know, stealth announcing on, it. On it's stay so, on target. It's so funny, Chris. Like, they, they, they put out the blog post, right? And I knew that this existed. I saw the blog post, and I was like, okay, sweet. Um, but then, like, I, I, hadn't, um, I hadn't watched the State of Play, and I was like, oh, surely they have this blog post, and they talked about it at the State of Play. And then I watched the State of Play, and the State of Play, like, this is their Nintendo Direct-style presentation, like a half-hour-long digital presentation of games. At the very beginning of it, they go... We're not talking about any hardware tonight. So for the VR uh, thing, go over to the blog. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, okay. We're not talking about the VR here. Strange, man. Um, I don't know what we'll talk about next week, but uh, we were. T- I think we need to review Tom and Jerry, so maybe we'll do that next week. That'd be pretty fun. HBO Max, um, man. On, on HBO Max, yeah. Um, and we also have uh, the Snyder Cut coming up soon, so I'm excited Dude, about that. So soon. It's like it's the 17th, right? It's like the middle of this month. Something like that. So it's 18th? Yeah, 18th. 18th. 16th, something like 16th, that. 16th, 14th. 12th. Something, something around there. Yep. You can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com on social at ChrisWright250 and JohnWright777 and at StayOnTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice or review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.